There is a thin divide between what is perceived as spiritual and what is perceived as paranormal, for they are forever intertwined throughout time. Traveling within the history of the world, we can find examples of spirituality that involves everything from magic, spirits, gods and goddesses, seers, or people said to be able to talk to the dead, to the great beyond. We all have our belief systems, we all have our own truths, so let us possibly bend those truths a bit with some insights and perspectives that may be different than yours or even give validation for what you see as true. Come sit with myself and the best of the best in the research, teaching, discovery, and practitioners of the day. My name is Bear Medicine Walker, and I welcome you to Spiritually Paranormal. Pleasure to now welcome the co-founder at both the Candlewick Shop and the Candles at Coventry Creations, co-host of Keep It Magic fame, Miss Jackie Smith, and life coach, astrologer, judo crafter, alchemist, music lover, and talk show host, and most important, my good friend, Mr. Storm Sestivani. Welcome, you two. This is an Thanks. exciting day for me today to talk to both of you at the same time. How exciting. It's good to be here, Bear. <laughs> yes, definitely good to be here. We're, Jackie and I are fond of menage a trois. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No comment, Bear. <laughs> yeah, I see you've never lost. You know, that's one thing I love about you. You never lose your sense of humor or fit. No, never. (laughs) Never, not at all. We are in some interesting times, as we just kind of briefly touched base on here a few minutes ago, as you guys joined me here in the green room before we went live. And uh, Storm, I'm going to ask you first uh, kind of about the energies that are going on, because a lot of people are confused, mixed up, tossed about, feeling like I'm feeling like, every day that I've got dust and cobwebs in my head and I can't get rid of them. So what's going on? <laughs> you got an hour? Is that loaded? <laughs> yeah, it's loaded. <laughs> That's a loaded question for him. Or did we lose him? <laughs> yeah, we have six planets that are retrograde. Okay. okay. Um, we have, we're in eclipse season. And... The difficulty is that there's a lot of tension that is currently going on um, astrologically um, that is directing us to be very inward, to really look on the inside at who we are as individuals and what are our personal goals and our ambitions and what do we want to see our lives like and what do we want to experience um, uh, in the future. And uh, unfortunately, you know, only about, you know, 5 to 10% of the population, you know, visits astrologers or deals with uh, practitioners like Jackie and I. So they're not mm-hmm. um, as adept at knowing the particular energies that's currently going on, okay? So what tends to happen is that there becomes like a a fragmentation of the particular energy because they don't know how to work with it, okay? And basically what happens is is that you see this very distorted, crazy type of of energy that begins to, to percolate. The last eclipse that we had on Friday, 
was in the sign of Aquarius, okay? And Aquarius has a lot to do with groups. It has a lot to do with your friends. It's And, and, and that eclipse really said, you know, it was in square to Uranus. It was conjoined to Mars. It was in square to Jupiter. Um, uh, you know, so, and, and most people aren't going to know what that necessarily means, so I'm going to break it down. Basically what this is saying is who are you when you're with a group of people? Um, and then the next eclipse is going to be in the sign of Leo. And that is going to be who are you really at the core of your uh-huh. being, okay? And basically mm-hmm. we're in this period in which I feel that people don't really know that they're so polluted by media and so polluted by, you know, things like social media and uh, other people's opinions. Um, uh, it was fascinating because Jackie and I were just having a conversation about a note that appeared um, on the door of, uh, of uh, her factory. And basically, mm-hmm. when, you go, when you go into one of the modern versions of the Bible, it was from Ezekiel 13. When you go into one of the mo- modern versions, it talks about proselytizing and, uh, you, you know, p- pretending to be something other than you're not in an illusion to basically mislead people, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think in a lot of cases, you know, that there is a heavy amount. Thank God I got over that seven years ago. But, um, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I learned my lesson. Um, anyways, you know, but but you know, it's basically about if you're going to say something and you're going to do something, really believe it, and if you don't, shut up. Yeah, well, that makes sense, and I didn't realize that six planets were retrograde. I thought it yeah. was just one. Holy no, world. there's there's Mercury that's retrograde, Mars is retrograde, Saturn yeah. is retrograde, um, uh, Neptune is retrograde, Chiron is retrograde, and Pluto is retrograde. Oh, my God. Well, now I know why that I keep getting up, and I, I feel this, like, big hand on my head that pushes me back down to the, the pillows and said, no, Bear, it's not time yet. <laughs> it's like, yeah. don't do it yet, Bear. It's not time yet. So, so it has, all right. Yes, this yeah, whole, this, all this astrological tomfoolery and shenanigans has been um, – very apparent in in just conversations I'm having with people and the problems that people are bringing to me. It's really driving the bus right now, and and it, you know it's it's so fascinating how many people are um, kind of waking up to who they've been, and they're waking up to or they're doubling down, or big change is happening that is forcing them to um, rethink who they are. And this whole trend bear is going to continue until the end of August. It's not going to get easier until the end of August. Right. Then we have about a one-month break, and then Miss Venus goes retrograde. Okay, well, see, now this is what um, I was kind of told this morning when I sat, did I smudged myself, and I sat with spirit, was this is kind of like the month, and this makes sense with what both of you have just told me, is this is the time to be like you're a hibernating bear and a sense of like some sort of sense, some kind of sense that you need to go in and it's about being introspective and making sure that everything you've got lines up with what you're supposed to be doing and want to do. Mm-hmm. So that kind of really just resonated with me in a big way. So thanks for that validation. So Jackie, what can we do um, like with, spells or candles or whatever it is that we need to do to help kind of push us through this in a positive way? Um, Other than get out of bed, first off. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hide under the covers. Don't, you know, just this is really great. All of this stuff, as challenging as it is, is amazing because it's giving you the opportunity to reset. All the retrogrades is a re. You're going to reset, re-energize, remind yourself of who you are if if need be. Uh, Van Van Candle in in the Motor City Hoodoo line is always great for um, dealing with retrogrades. The Van Van Candle, the Van Van Oil, just spot on perfect. Um, the Karma Cleaner uh, uh, Wicked Good Spray 
room spray is good to for your environment as well. But there's also um, when you're going through all these changes. So think about the retrograde is having to deal with a changing you. You know how when you have this great, amazing personal revelation of you do a big healing or you have an aha moment, and then you have to leave the safety of that moment and get get out into the world, but the world is not necessarily in agreement with your aha moment yet. you got to prove it. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of like we're going out into the world, and it's not in agreement with the changes, all these changes that we're going through, um, because they're going through their own changes, and really nobody gives a crap about you. They're just dealing with their Mm -hmm. own stuff. Um, So if you look at that energy and you do things to ground yourself, you do things to build confidence, to balance your chakras, to make sure you stay in your body, to continue to clear what you're shedding. So um, anything spiritual cleansing, karma clearing, smudging, continue to do that because you're shedding a lot of things. That's what happens in retrograde. We remove a lot of things. Right, right, Storm? Am I catching that right? Because yeah. I check with him. So then you you just keep um, clearing that. Even the grief candle um, helps um, those emotions that you're expelling leave your aura up and out. Um, but then hitting the um, the confidence chakra magic spray or the confidence chakra magic candle or even um, and that's for um, like uh, solar plexus and then the or the the crown chakra magic stuff with the answers just to kind of keep yourself open to the divine and not, um, there's a lot of fear going on. And so what happens when we become fearful, and I don't know what comes first, the chicken or the egg on this one, but when we become become fearful, we close ourselves off from the divine? Or did we close Mm -hmm. ourselves off from the divine and become fearful? Is this, you know, how did this reaction come about? So um, opening up your crown and clearing your crown chakra from all that stuff. Well, I think that the other thing really... that... Go ahead. I think that the other thing I think that people also have to remember is the particular time of the year that we're in, which is we're about to move into all of the harvest holidays, and which really has to do with you know what we reap, we sow. If you want to look at it on an internalized level, you know, because most of us are not planting corn in this day and age. Um, so, with, with with that fact, you know, we just went through the negative three weeks, which ended up a week and a half ago. We're moving into the lunar month of Virgo, you know, um, uh, next week. Okay, and the whole month of Virgo, which Jackie and I have talked about numerous times, is a period which is called Teshuvah, um, which means, for for lack of a better way of describing it in English, it means repentance, okay? And basically what the word repentance means is go another way. You know, you've been doing mm-hmm. things one way. They haven't worked with for you. Now you need to go another way. Um, uh, mm-hmm. And I think that during this harvest holiday, you know, months, we have um, – Lamas, which is tomorrow, I believe, um, um, the Autumn Equinox, and then Halloween, combined with you have Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, all at the same time, okay? I think that this is really um, the period in which we really need to take that deep look inside and ask ourselves, what have we created for ourselves? And if you don't like what you've created, go another way. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to tell you, you know, you're talking about the harvest period coming in and you know um i don't know where the year's gone already it's just blowing my mind and we today is obviously the first day of august which is kind of like the last day of summer for a lot of people and i gotta tell you um because you both know i deal with critters and creatures and plant life and all that kind of stuff i gotta tell you what i noticed this morning which kind of really shocked me as i sat outside at the lake here was the geese are beginning to um, V up, so which means they're flying formations, which usually doesn't start till the end of September, beginning of October. So it's like I just wonder how much of this like atmospheric change 
goes on not only with just us, but with nature itself. Does that kind of coincide with what you guys both practice and, and, and teach and do? I don't think that there's much difference. I mean, if we're dealing with something energetically, um, I think that they're going to be dealing with things energetically as well. The only difference is, is that they don't have the ability necessarily to reflect. We're, you know, that was the one okay. gift that human beings got. So, yeah, they're going to be affected by it as well. And does I that surprise about... you to see that? Huh. For either one well, of you know, you talk, Storm, you talk a lot about different astrological influences and then um, influencing weather patterns and yeah. and um, all kinds of stuff. So absolutely, I can see that. I haven't, I don't pay attention as much as you do on that bear. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to think about that. And um, <laughs> now I'm going to always be watching for that from here on out. Thank you. Um, You're but. <laughs> So, so yeah, that's really interesting. I, I'm even seeing it with, and again, this is because this is my area. Um, I'm even seeing it with um, grasshoppers, and the butterflies are already starting to come in heavy, which means they're they already went through once, so that means they're back, which means migration again, because um, they're feeding like heavily again, and I'm seeing a lot of them. And it's the same way with um, the grasshoppers. And, um, I, and again, it's something I watch. So it, it's interesting to me just to see how everything interacts. You know, and I think a lot of people aren't really quite aware that as much of it really does impact. And I'll, I'll give you an example is my daughter, she, I told her the other day, they're closing on a house this week. And um, she was just a lot of like, oh, my God, I got to do this. And, oh, my God, I got to figure this out. And they got to figure that. And I'm like, wow, you know, you're really in a really intense time period right now with everything that's going on astrologically and energy-wise. And she's like, yeah, I know, Mom, I know. But it really is affecting people. And I don't think a lot of people understand how much it does affect us. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think that. Um, well, you know, we we talk about the tide and the full how the full moon affects the tide, and then a lot of people just leave it there. Um, but um, explaining astrology to to um, a layperson, and they're like, "Why does astrology even work?" And I and I, you know, sometimes you just come up, you just pull it out of your back pocket, and you say, "Well, if you think about it, we're a we're affected by the moon. It's close to us. It affects our ties. It affects our all, all kinds of things. So why wouldn't in in these orbits and these rotations? Why wouldn't the planets affect us? They're radiating energy. They have their own like radiation or or vibration. And as um, our orbits intersect, um, it's more influence, less influence. Of course, it would it would change the way we vibrate and the, the way our planet vibrates. So, um, and it gets complicated, so over time people study this. So, um, um, so why wouldn't, why wouldn't it be a real thing? Because we see it. We see when there's a solar flare, we, we, and that's right. far away from us. So, yeah. So do you think that it also influences, like, how people are looking for, um, different ways to practice spirituality um this energy i I think well we have a planet that deals with that it's neptune um and neptune is a rather peculiar planet because the lines between spirituality and madness are thin so thin perhaps it's dotted and I think that there has to be some form of uh, of giving up of the self in some form of way in order to have a particular spiritual experience. Now, when Neptune moves through the signs, what we begin to notice is that what seem to be popular or in vogue or glamorous spiritually, and this goes in seasons, um, just like everything else, um, mm-hmm. seems to change. And, uh, uh, you know, when Neptune was in Aquarius until a couple of years ago, you know, you had um, 
you know, the rise of, of different forms of spirituality and, you know, paganism, um, Jewish mysticism, um, uh, uh, you know, several different types, of, you, you know, the resurgence of Buddhism. Um, all of that happened mm-hmm. while Neptune was, was in Aquarius, okay, which has to do with the group. Um, now mm-hmm. Neptune is in Pisces, um, and Pisces has a lot to do with um, the quest for redemption. So I think that what people are trying to do right now, and if, if you sit and you listen to people long enough, you start to see it alive. And if you watch what is glamorous in regards to um, spiritual idealisms, you'll start to get the smell of Pisces um, pretty heavily, which has to do with... I'm needing to figure out what is wrong in my life. In other words, that's a fancy modern way of saying, what have I screwed up? Or a fancier way would be <laughs> called sin. Um, mm-hmm. what, what all of this, and, and how do I redeem myself from this? You know, what do mm-hmm. I need to do to let go of the past? What do I need to do to make the world better? What do I need to do to push, to, to push the world in more of a, of a forward uh, place? Neptune is not real concerned about people. Um, Neptune is just concerned about movements. Um, and, and that's why, you know, Neptune, when it shifts into, into Aries in, the, in the, uh, the mid-20s, you're going to start to see the self-help movement boom again because it's going to be all about me, 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 you know. And I mm-hmm. think that that's, that's what you're going to see. Right now it's about connecting, everybody being connected and everybody being one. And you even see this uh, occurring in, you know, in many ways politically. Um, everybody is no longer allowed to be basically individualistic. You either have to be part of a movement, whether it is um, uh, your AMAGA or your um, the women's movement or you're the gay movement or you're the Black Lives Matter or um, you're whatever. You're either part of a movement, okay, or that there is the sense of alienation that occurs as a result of that, okay? Um, mm-hmm. So this is the reason why things are so hot right now, because everybody wants to be part of a movement, and nobody knows really which movement is going to end up winning at the end of the day. And I will give you the answer to that. None of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I agree. that's the answer. None I of them. Agree. Um, yeah. uh, uh, you know, but it really what all of this has to do with is purification and redemption. It's it's purifying us from the sins of the past, basically, and that's what happens when Neptune moves through Pisces. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Well, now I have a little bit different direction and and uh, to take you in um, because I've had a lot of these kind of questions, and Jackie, I, I you know I'm sure you have insight into this as well um people who see here spirit and storm i know you do so don't say you don't um has i'm not a medium <laughs> I know. okay but you hear them and see them don't even give me okay, that yes okay. yes yes but, um, <laughs> the uh they come down and have coffee with you in the morning sometimes i know they do so um is this because of the way the planets are setting right now does this help people who have these gifts be more aware? Is it helping them to be more open, in your um, opinion? Or, you know, is it something else? Um, Go ahead. I, I think that, that things are knocking on the door a little bit louder. It, it's very interesting. I'll, I'll tell you something very interesting, uh, which you're going to find shocking there. Um, Ian, when Jackie and I first got involved in this latest renaissance, you know, which Jackie and I are, you know, we've had this conversation, you know, we got into this in the late 80s when Shirley MacLaine had the audacity to write a book out on a limb, okay, which started this whole thing. Um, uh, you, you know, and at that time, Neptune was in Capricorn, which is a very, very um, traditional, stern, um, uh, you know, toe-the-line, stiff upper lip type of sign, okay? And it was like the spirits were bouncing off the wall, okay? Um, right now, I, I, I think that the spirits are loud, and I think that people um, have more of a receptivity to it. But here is the thing. Right now, what you have to watch out for is that you're not being carried away by the wrong voice. 
Um, in other yeah. words, the voice is there, okay, you're, you're hearing these things, but who are you? You know, who? It, it's very easy when Neptune and Pisces is to get kind of carried away. And if you look into, it's called QAnon, Q-A-N-O-N. That, if you go and research that, anybody, you will just see how this is just, you know, crazy Neptune and Pisces going on, okay? Um Everything has a secret message. Everything has a voice. You know, um, uh, you know, if if some, you know, uh, person, you know, winks, it means something, or that there's some level of undercurrent. And I think that there is the necessity, basically, for you to be very secure if you're gonna if you're gonna walk in these deep waters. Be very secure mm-hmm. in who you are as an individual. Otherwise, there is a very large danger of being swept away. What I'm seeing, um, what I'm seeing in with with different folks is, we're inundated with information. Mm-hmm. Um, on the spiritual, psychic realm, mediumship realm, it's um, it's becoming so uh, loud and so many voices. It becomes muddy. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, um, I, you know, I might be able to tune in really quick to somebody but it's not necessarily someone I want to tune into it's just just um the way it's happening so um I'm um and and then I just have to stop and recenter myself because it's there's so much noise so much like white noise psychic white noise going on yep. right now that, that you just start to tune it out but then you forget that you're experiencing it you don't realize you're experiencing it yeah a lot of chatter out there, and and I know that uh, part of what you're saying I, I um, have seen so much recently is, you know, and I keep telling people, you know, there's no, like, easy button to push. There's no really right or wrong way to be able to hear uh, or see spirit. I mean, there's no book. I mean, we can share our experiences with people, but, you know, there really is no one right way or wrong way. I mean, who's writing it? Humans, you know. But the, the attitude, I think, that gets me not only with... Um, spirit but with anything is people are of the mind of well I don't need to do that I just listen to my guides I don't really care what's involved with that or I don't care I just do my own thing you know and when you're dealing with ritual and by ritual I mean you know even the rituals like I do even a, a ritual of prayer you know or manifestation there's ways to do it and there's kind of ways to not do it or am I wrong I I, I think that I think that one of the things that is missing right now in regards to the whole metaphysical industry is and, and this is the whole arching industry is that when when Jackie and I first got into this you went through a large period of apprenticeship um, or a rite of passage is maybe a better word um, in regards to doing it. You know, I remember being in California at the time, and, you know, basically how you built your name as a psychic is that you had to go, to, you know, you would go to crazy places like Venice Beach and uh, have 78 tarot cards when you began and left with six. I mean, because the, the rest of them flew away. Um, you know, <laughs> you, 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 ha- you had to reach out in a lot of different ways, and yeah. you had to work the metaphysical bookstores, you know, which I I worked at the Psychic Eye in the Bodhi Tree. Um, you had to do different things in order to go into this as a full practitioner. And uh, I think now it is, oh, I read this book and, you, you know, um, uh, Coventry Magic, which everybody should read. But if you read co- just Coventry Magic, you know, that doesn't make you an expert. And I think that there's a lot of people, and it's ego there. You know, the, the mm-hmm. idea and the yeah. thought that I'm going to do this my own way and I'm going to, you know, this is the way that spirit has told me to do it or um, right. uh, my favorite favorite one is when people will say, well, you know, they're looking at you or, you know, or, or talking to you and that they will say, well, you know, what spirit is telling me? And I just want to say which one, <laughs> you, know, that, yeah. you know, that there's all of this that's going on. What that has to do with his ego. 
Well, we're a little older than some, and, and, and that's not a that's not a slam to either of you or myself. I mean, we are a little older. I came up in uh, as a kid in the '60s, and uh, you know, by the time I was like eight, nine years old, I was had been seeing spirit, didn't know that everybody couldn't see them. And then in the 70s, it was like, shh, don't tell anybody, you know. Uh, my parents were okay with it. But, man, I soaked up all the books and and whatever I could get my hands on, you know, Dr. Raymond Moody studying all that, what he did, following his career and all the other people and, you know, in books and books and people and people. And like you said, you know, you practice different things and, you know, you listen and you learn and you, you get a teacher and you work with a teacher. Nowadays, I think you're right. You know, I think it, it's like, oh, well, I read that and I did this for a month, so I'm a professional. And it's like that's kind of a scary mindset right now. Yet, yet I have to say um, I'm watching that initial uh, – I'm, I'm watching this, this repeat. I mean, when I was um, early in my baby witch days – learning all these things there really wasn't many teachers so we would get books and we gather around and we'd figure out what we figure out and we all learned a little something and brought it together and and boy we felt like badasses doing that um so so i think and some of the teachers out there were were, were maybe a, a year or two into it and then then I would find a teacher who had maybe been doing this for a while and they ended up being like really creepy and 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 with weird agendas. So so I I I was not I didn't have a teacher. Um I had um people my own age um who had maybe done a little bit more than I and were sharing information. So I I but I watch so I watched over the past god 30 years um the the next group and the next group and the next group come through their spiritual development and to be honest with you there's that in that early early um days of your spirituality the, you are drunk with power you have figured this out and you are drunk with it and it feels like amazing <laughs> Okay. And, and you think I can do anything? So I think that's a normal course. It, it reminds me of when when you're when you hit 21 and you can drink. Um, next thing you know, you got all the you know all the tricks and tools and stuff. And then, but when you're 40 and you're drinking, you're like, oh please. Then there's the instant expert <laughs> syndrome, which Jackie knows well. Oh yeah, instant expert. <laughs> that just I love instant expert syndrome. But I think we all go through that. I mean, seriously, Storm, when you were fresh out there, uh, um, young, you were really young when you started reading. Yeah. You kind of had that instant expert because you had, you opened up to all this information and says, oh, look, oh, look, someone to filter into. I remember, and this is, this is going to shock you, I remember when I went to work for the Psychic Advisor Network in ADH and, um, I was talking to the owner, and um, I said, well, you know, how many psychics are there that work, you know, for the network? And she goes, oh, you know, about 110. And I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, there's 110 people out there that's like me? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that that was like this astronomical number, you know. See, when I was younger, though, I I would read, but I guess I was kind of like some people knew uh, what I did and some people um, didn't. And I was kind of like, especially being raised in a Catholic household and Catholic school systems, um, I was kind of scared to step out of that box often, and they actually kind of shut it off a number of times. I remember being put out in the hallway in high school so many times because, like, where are you getting this stuff, you know? And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. okay, you know? And it's like I I just kind of hid from it for a long time. Um, I used it. People will, you know, Storm, I'm sure you've had that too, where people kind of scared them that you could talk to spirit or be able to do cards or, you know, that mysticism. Mm-hmm. It, it was a scary part. So I don't know. I think we all kind of earned our badges, too, even though, like you said, Jackie, you know, we all studied together and there was a group of us. And, yeah, I had my group, too, but 
it still to me was kind of um, a big responsibility, and it kind of scared the crap out of me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's a, I, I, so. it, it. It can be um, scary and all that stuff. Um, I was so my empathy, my empathic ability was so off the charts in high school. I I really lost my identity. So for me, um, finding this stuff was really kind of saving my life. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. It kind of grounded you. Well, I, I, first of all, I, I learned that um, I am not crazy, and um, <laughs> what I'm Mark? feeling is not yeah. me. And when I read about em- being empathic as um, as a psychic ability, I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and um and then you know the knowings that I would get et cetera et cetera and and then learning so for me the um the process of becoming psychic was um or learning and controlling and and um honing my psychic abilities was about learning to trust myself and value what i had uh what what I was learning and what I knew. Um, and that's, you know, it's very interesting, um, a different process for women. We had a conversation about how um, there are two types of psychics. There's a type that will study and study and study and study and study and 10 years later going, well, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm not professional. I'm really not a psychic. And even though they're like the best one you've ever, they're just so on point. Mm-hmm. But they'll never mm-hmm. claim that. And then there's the one that says, picks up one tarot deck once, puts down the card and says, you're in trouble. And somebody goes, oh, my God, you're right. And they go, look it, I can put out a shingle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, That's a good point to make. All right, well, let's take a quick little break here, uh, and then we'll be back uh, with more from Jackie Smith and Storm Sestavani.
Welcome back to Spiritually Paranormal, and today our special guests are Mr. Storm Sestavani and Jackie Smith. So, guys, I got another question for you. What is one of the top issues that you guys have that people come to you looking for help with? Jackie? Money. Protection. Love. There's five things. Money, protection, love, healing, and clearing. That's that's it. It all gets incorporated in there. Okay. And what's one of the best ways that um, you recommend that people kind of delve into getting that set into balance? Um, well, if you read my book, Coventry Magic, with candles, herbs, and oil. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which can be purchased at your website, correct? At our website, CoventryCreations.com, or Amazon, or Amazon? ebook, okay. or, or okay. A, you know, ask for it at your favorite store, and they'll get it for you. Um, okay. So, um, it's so it's there's not one answer. Here's the thing okay. about magic. Magic is a healing journey. So when you have a challenge in front of you, it means that there is something broken or something misfiring in your energy, or your consciousness or your psychology that prevents you from um, fully actualizing that part of your life. And and there's nothing. I mean, I'm not saying there's something wrong with you or you're deficient or anything. We all have our journeys. We all have our complexes that they come to this world with. We all have our astrological things and our destinies that that says, hey, here's what you're going to work on. And without that, life would be pretty damn boring. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's okay. And you you have two choices when you come across, like let's say you you can't make rent. And um, this is the third time you couldn't make rent. Well, well, then um, what you have in front of you is um, you can do another Band-Aid spell to get the money to make rent, or you can start digging in and saying, why do I not, what, what's, my, what's my problem here? What, what needs to be healed within me um, with this? And, and work well, on that way. And so, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I agree with that. Um, I think that... Um, you know, I, I guess you know I don't la- I don't use la- I don't like to use labels for things, but I guess that's kind of my ritual of the way I do things and handle things. Um, you know, if uh, yeah, you know, all of a sudden if you have a quick fix, yeah, you know, but yeah, you really have to look at things and look at the cycle that's running and how you change that to better things. So yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. I am going to have to look at your book. I didn't even realize that you had a book out there. So I apologize for that. That was like uh yeah, wow. She has two. I, <laughs> I have two. Oh, well, I do. Actually. Yeah, no, I I but this one I did not know about. So let let let's all definitely is, make All is forgiven, you know now. <laughs> all is forgiven. And Storm, what about you? With uh, are you finding yourself doing more astrology or, or more reading for people? Um, well, lately I've been doing a lot more life coaching um, than anything else, and the reason the reason being is that a lot of people, um, I feel first of all, I think everybody needs to get a copy of their chart and get acquainted with it. Um, mm-hmm. And the problem and the issues and the difficulties um, is that, number one, if you don't get to know your moon in your chart, which has to do with your early childhood, which has to do with um, uh, environmental issues uh, that, that have shaped you, if you don't deal with the moon, okay, the sun is not available to you, okay? So you, you're mm-hmm. stuck in that moon throughout the entire course of your life. And it is mm-hmm. then either reaction, it, it, it then becomes you reacting to external stimuli. Um, and usually means that your relationships are not going to work, you're never going to feel happy in your career, you're never going to achieve financial success. Um, and if you do, you're never going to be happy with it, okay? Um, because you're still in that very primitive type of mode. 
okay, if you can deal with the moon and get it working the right way, okay, then the sun becomes available to you, okay? And basically, the sun, even though, you, you know, people have a tendency to look at a, at a horoscope and will say, oh, you know, um, I'm a Leo, and, you know, that means that I'm, uh, you know, creative and arrogant and self-possessed and egotistical and, you know, Leo gets a bad rap. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> Really what the sun in Leo means is that in order to become an individual, the easiest pathway for you to do that is based upon the sign that you're in, okay? So, for mm-hmm. example, there, you're a Taurus, correct? No, Capricorn. No, I'm a Capricorn, yeah. The easiest way for you to to develop your sun is through to tradition, it's through um, uh, a connection to the past, it's about um, often doing it the hard way, um, it's about going up a mountain and, uh, y- you know, slowly, um, uh, and going through a lot of experiences, and usually Capricorns, because of this experience success or experience fulfillment at an older age in life, because it takes them a while to do it, sorry. Um, uh, and it's because it's because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, and Saturn does everything slow, okay? Whereas Jackie is a Virgo, okay? Her way of dealing with things and her best way of uh, of navigating it, it, I just love when she calls me and she's Virgoing out, you know? Um, uh, but her way of dealing with it is having everything organized and in its proper place. And, you know, once I get, you know, w- once I have my marketing, you know, worked out, then I'm going to be fine, so once I have the writing all managed and dealt with, things are going to be fine. Or once I get this system done. So Jackie does her best by dealing with systems. So she puts her life into systems, then that sun can evolve and develop individually. If it's in a sense of chaos, it's going to drive her crazy. Um, uh, whereas, you know, I'm a Leo, um, and, uh, you, you know, the best pathway for Leo is trying to figure out who the hell you are. <laughs> really, okay. seriously I mean, that's what it comes down to um, uh, Leo is ruled by the sun You know, so it, it's really mm-hmm. Who am I, why am I here What is my purpose in life um, uh, What direction am, am I going in um, Why does this matter Why is this important um, uh, Is this really me um, How do I make myself different Than everybody else um, You know, th- that is the easiest path For Leo to take um, uh, Whereas Aquarius you know, which is the sign that's the opposite of Leo, has to do everything in a group. You know, it it it, it has mm-hmm. to have a strategy. It has to have you know a meetup group or a, a TED talk or um, you know all of these things in which, as long as it's accepted by the group and it can work within the group, that's how it develops. Doing it their own way and doing it on their own doesn't work for them. It terrifies them. Well, I have to. <laughs> and laugh some Virgos too. Yeah, well, I, I I laugh because you said yeah, you know, I do things the hard way under Capricorn. It, it's like always. It's like people look at me. Do you always have to do it the hard way? It's like I don't know. It just happens that way. That's the way I always do it. Is the long hard way, you know. So, and I actually have got my charts done. Uh, Jim Cummings, who's a, a, a very well known astrologer, did it a, quite a while ago. Did my charts and. Astrology just mind bends me. Um, sometimes, like I listen to you, Storm, and you just blow me away because you have such this big working knowledge of it. And 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 I look at it and the information that was provided to me, and I was like, wow, wow, okay, so wow. So my question now is, uh, it. Is our path that we walk, and Jackie, I know, and I do know your first book that you did was on Akashic Records, because I, I that did was the that, second. that was a while ago, right? <laughs> was that the second? That was the, that was oh, the second I, book. Oh, okay. Well, okay, I'm masked backwards and a day short, so I apologize for that. But the Akashic Record book I did, <laughs> I did read, okay? Um, and that's also, I know, I'm pretty sure it's still over on Amazon, um, so make sure you guys check that out. So, with the Akashic Records and, and the thought process that goes with that, and the thought process, boy, I'm just really put my mouth into that one or foot into that one, or the astrology charts, okay, 
Um, is it kind? Is it your guys? I mean, thought process that when we enter this world, that it's pre-designed how we're gonna walk? No. no. <laughs> Look at this go. We're both like, no, no. <laughs> I don't that feel that at all. No. I think. Um, well, we're to me, we're we're born with free will. There is. Um, there is a path that might make the most sense and might be easiest for us, but it, and we've proven that as humans, we are not required to walk it. Um, and then, and then there's just there's so many options for us. I I just don't um, I can't see that that's just one in, one way or or the highway. Um, I I, I think that. I'm going to use a, a, a dirty word, okay? Do I, I, I do think, believe in fate. And fate has to do with an, a, a natural folding, unfolding of natural processes, okay? And I think that mm-hmm. the astrology chart reveals a particular framework in which an individual, for better or worse, um, uh, uh, is is going to develop their own personal story or their own personal myth. What I don't believe um, is that an individual is fated to live that in a uh, in a negativistic way, okay? And I think that, you know, mm-hmm. even, you know, because you can look at some of the, uh, uh, for example, uh, Shirley Temple's chart, um, if you looked at it and you did not know that she was Shirley Temple, you would probably walk away from it and say, oh, my God, you know, that's probably Ed Gein or, you know, some serial killer or, you know, it's this... <laughs> cracked out um, uh, astrology chart, you know, in which you would be freaked out if you just were looking at it blank, you know, and you're reading it and you're looking at it and you're going, oh, you know, and she's got, this person has this and this, and this means, you know, that they're repressed and all this other stuff. And then you can take a look at Minglia's chart, who has a grand water trine, and you you would naturally think, oh, this is an individual that's sympathetic and caring and compassionate. We know life didn't work out that way for them. Okay. Um, uh, what that grand water trine in Menglia's chart did is it made him very receptive to collective undercurrents that were going on at the particular time that he was alive. And one of those undercurrents was about um, uh, racial preservation and the sanitization of what it meant to be a human being. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, you know, uh, Shirley Temple. Um, lived out her chart in several different ways. You know, the stress of being a child star and then making the choice of becoming a congressperson, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. having to deal with people's problems and, and, and uh, dealing with, with issues that, that troubled a lot of, you know, young celebrities in, the day, in that day and age, which, you know, you had Judy Garland and uh, mm-hmm. Shirley Temple and several others, and, you know, many of them were drug addicted by the time that they were 20. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there is nothing in a chart that is going to say that this person is going to be X, Y, Y, and Z, okay? It lists potentials. It lists, Mm -hmm. even the most negative aspects list um, uh, some form of difficulty or some form of struggle. Now, either you can deal with it or you don't. That's up to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, my... what I had always been taught, and Jim actually explained this to me, and and I, it was kind of like it's um, kind of like a blueprint for your life, your astrology chart, but you can yeah. go and take a, a a right turn or a left turn to get around different parts of it, but you'll still always get back to sort of your chart. So yeah. your strengths, weaknesses of who you are as a person will often shine through based on that chart. And I kind of go of back the to, like, the me- yeah, the medicine wheel is very similar um, to that. It's like a backbone of who we're born under. It's kind of like the Zodiac or 
the astrology charts as well. So that's kind of my thought with it. But well, I, at I the like end of the day, you're fated to be who you are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. All right, well, I can't believe it, but we're down to the last four minutes here already. Um, and I, I just want to ask Jackie, and then I'll ask you, Storm, what, what with all that's going on right now in the world, and there's a lot of chaos, and I don't care where you live, it's chaos and craziness and, um, I don't know, a lot of technology, which I love technology, but sometimes it can be overpowering. How how How... Would you recommend that people uh, the best way uh, to deal with it um, through the magic um, that you practice with your candles and all that stuff um, that you have at your fingertips? How do you recommend for people to kind of be guided through all this? Um, you, oh, you know what? Slowly. Don't take it personally. Um, breathe. Um, and I, I think one of the things that we don't strive for is finding our tribe. Um, and I don't think it's any one tribe that we have in our life. I think we, we learn from different people at different times. But creating your support Good. system of people who are going to level you up. Yep. Good point. Wow, that's a good point. My way of dealing with with all of the technology and stuff like that and what I think is also a benefit, because I agree with Jackie, you know, people need to, to, to find like-minded individuals. I also think that there's a time in which you have to shut it off and do you, boo. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that you need to disconnect. And I recommend people go through periods in which – you know, they shut off for a weekend. They turn off the technology. They, they're they not exposed to it and get in touch with who they are. And I see that as a huge problem. A lot of people have no clue who they are um, and have uh, – uh, and I had to have an emotional breakdown to figure it out, you know. Um, uh, uh, but um, – so don't go my route. Um, but, you know, that they need to figure out who they are because they're too inundated by a couple of things the way the world thinks that you should be and the way that you uh, are interpreting the way that they think that you should be, okay? And I think that people are too heavily affected by that, and I think that people need to disconnect in order to get in touch with who they are. Take a walk, you know, uh, do something that cuts yourself off from all of the, the technology. Yeah, that's that's one of my big clues, and, and that's great, great advice, and that's one thing I always tell don't, people don't live by other people's expectations you know um you're we're here to walk our own stories not theirs or what they view us as so that's absolutely uh on spot on as what i feel as well okay jackie where can they find you and your beautiful amazing coventry creation uh you can find me online coventrycreations.com um, and if you do at Coventry Creations Candles on Facebook um, and or at Coventry Candles, no Coventry Creations on Instagram. So I'm all over social media. I'm peppered everywhere. Not too hard to find. And you can find our products um, in your local store um, on Coventry. And, and a lot of our, we have a lot of um, amazing customers who are putting us on Amazon too, if that's your easy preference. All right. That's fantastic. Now, are your is, Oh, I can't even speak today. Are, are your products also available over in the U.K.? Because I'm going to have a huge group of people asking me about it over there. Uh, I have a few stores in the U.K., um, and we're working on getting our um, – one of our customers has been asking me for a ton of information so she can get it on the um, U- Amazon in U.K. But the cool thing about Amazon is that you can well, – no matter where you are in the world, you can buy on the U.S. site, and they'll get it to you. Okay. Cool deal. Okay, Mr. Storm Sestavani, where can they find you at? Um, StormSestavani.com. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at StormSestavani, and you can find me on Facebook. uh, 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 Just look for New Insights in Modern Astrology, which is Facebook.com forward slash AstroGossip. You can also listen to six seasons of Keep It Magic. There's over 200 and something shows. (laughs) 
you know, Jackie and I have a lot of content. Yeah, I just got a message as we're doing this show of somebody who wants who said, I just finished the last show and I want more. <laughs> like, wow, bizarre. And Jackie well, thought we had said everything. <laughs> right? Uh, yes. <laughs> what more can we say? <laughs> Always another way. All right, and is there anything else coming up for either one of you? Anything we need to watch? I know, Jackie, you're here in Michigan. Yay! Yeah, well, i got a couple of really good things, if, if Storm, if you'll allow me. Um, August 15th, we're launching, um, or we're relaunching our Peace Candle, where a dollar for every Peace Candle sold is going to be donated to the ACLU. And we're running a couple of contests. Um, one of the contests we're running is that once you buy your Peace Candle and post a picture of it and wh- how you plan on using it on Facebook or Instagram, you're entered to win $100, um, as well as be part of the um, named on the donation to the ACLU. So that's a really big thing we're really proud of. And we have we even have a, a promo and contest for all the store owners who, who want to bring the Peace Candles into their store. Um, where you could win $500 for the Coventry products if you bring this into your store. Uh, so I'm awesome. re- we're really excited about that. Um, we also, I'm also, in the weekend after Labor Day in September, um, I'm going to be in California with Susan Diamond from Serpent's Kiss and, and Moonstone. Um, we're doing um, an Other World, Other World Explorers weekend. And it's, I don't have the price off the top of my head. It's It's a a two-day event where um, uh, in this amazing mountain retreat that I just am so excited to get back to and um, where we're going to talk about um, so much in, in um, whether you're – it's just finding your, your own other world where we're going to talk about healing the healer and um, going out of body and some amazing stuff like that. Awesome. Well, can you kind of send that over to me to my inbox, and I'll make sure that that's both promoted all over the place as well. And Storm, what do you got coming up? Find it on otherworldexplorers.com. Okay, cool. And Storm, what do you got going on? Um, Well, during uh, during the fall, okay, I will be releasing on my website... Um, uh, PMS, um, which is uh, uh, stands for Power, Money, and Sex, and it's the astrological guide to understanding men from boardroom to the bedroom. Um, and then something that's a little bit quiet, okay, um, uh, is going to be called Room Sixty Four. Oh. And I, I I am not ready to talk about it yet, but it's called Room Sixty Four. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, let and me then after in, that let we'll me be, in. No. <laughs> no, after that will be a project that's called The Kingdom. So, Wow, that sounds okay. amazing. I don't even know about it. Yes. I have to keep this stuff well, under wraps now because people copy me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we won't say anything. Shh. Okay. All right, well, again, thank you so much for joining me here on Spiritually Paranormal. I appreciate all your input and insight. I love both of you very much and respect both of you very much. And uh, hopefully our listeners will be able to connect up with you guys as well. So until next time, uh, bear out from the cave and uh, with Jackie and Storm. And until next time, we'll see you around the cave. Take care, guys. Bye. Take care. joining us here on Spiritually Paranormal. And until next time, you can reach myself, Bear Medicine Walker, at www.bearmedicinewalker.com.